Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to our informational party. This is the playground of Star Style. Be the star you are. It's brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. Uh, I'm Cynthia Bryan, and with me is... <laughs> and we're coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where we strive to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. We have a fabulous show for you today, and we have uh, one of our favorite authors and peace advocates joining us, Nola Hennessy from Serenidad Consulting, and she is from Australia, and she will be with us in segment two to talk about how her uh, how she is advocating for peace and what the mission of uh, Serenidad Consulting is because what they really are looking to do is to achieve positive, mutually rewarding and peaceful relationships because it takes so much courage and tenacity. So you have stay tuned for the second segment because that is a going to be a really important one for us. We in the third segment we're going to talk about causes and how to connect and engage with people because it's important to be passionate about a cause and you know what are you passionate about? And coming up right now in segment one, Heather is going to be um, with us with her health matters, and she has some important information also to share with us about uh, how we can kind of jump up our morning routine and, and change it up. But first, we have the miracle moment for today which is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. It is uh, that season of giving, so make sure to go to bethestarur.org. Give what you can. We have been supporting uh, many, many causes, and it's important that you make a donation or contribution because it's the only way that we can continue bringing you these wonderful uh, shows as well as helping so many people. And this is from Heather, your very favorite author, Oscar Wilde. Oh, wonderful. It, it takes great courage to see the world in its tainted glory and still love it. I'm going to repeat it again. It takes great courage 
to see the world in its tainted glory and still love it. And I think that's such an appropriate quote for the show that we are doing today, especially focused on Nola Hennessy's piece. So today, Heather, is December 7th. Um, Japanese planes attacked the United States Naval Base at Pearl Harbor exactly 75 years ago. And so I just want to give a salute out to, uh, you know, veterans everywhere and just to acknowledge the fact that we are in a, a global community and our whole idea is peace. And this is why NOLA will be on in segment two. So Heather, let's start it off. Um, let's talk about the morning routine and what is it that we can do to kind of change it up and, you know, get ourselves motivated yeah, and I just want to say your uh, quote tied in very well uh, with today as well. That even uh, you know, remembering all these times of war and all the current wars and battles that still exist in many different ways in our country and our world, that um, we still find the positive in it. So um, I think that's a very fitting thing for with today, especially, and as well with just the current conditions of our world as uh, as you always say we need to find you can't have uh, a rainbow without a little rain right. and that's sort of that whole kind of takeaway thing of just kind of keeping that positive and outgoing message and that's something too of kind of tying it in of how to get your day going is starting off with positivity I mean a lot of us are not morning persons I kind of fluctuate with being and being not uh, it all kind of depends on my morning routine and also the biggest takeaway that's going to be is actually your evening routine prior before. So as we know in the morning, it's kind of when you have this new sense of energy. It may not feel like that at first, especially if you're waking up late or kind of feeling that frazzled feeling of you have so many things to get done. And that's how it seems to be, that in the morning we have so many things to get done, yet not enough time. We think how, you know, we always know for the most part these same things will happen. Um, and then sometimes, you know, we oversleep or other things just happen. You spill something and you're spending half the morning cleaning up something, whatever it may be. We've all been there where we feel, <clears throat> excuse me, where we feel like we just don't have enough time. So kind of backtrack Start with your night before. And we've talked about before, I just know, I was always someone, I like to lay out my clothes before, what I'm going to wear for the next day. And if you feel that even that sometimes, if you are someone that does that and you feel that you still might be maybe changing the outfit or uh, you feel that, you know, it, it, just the next day you don't have enough time or the week gets busy as kids have practices to go to, you have meetings, um, maybe you can even lay out your entire week. So they have all kinds of little things you can make at home as well as you can purchase online. So that's even easier to streamline your plans. Of Get seven hangers or five hangers. Um, make a separate rack in your closet or maybe something close to the bedroom or something and an eyesight where you have it all laid there. On the little hangers, you can put a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Put it all out there and to save time as well, too, so that in case anything comes up, check the um, week forecast. So this is usually kind of on Sunday when your day, you know, that evening kind of getting ready for the week. Check the week's forecast. As we know, the uh, weatherman, it's not perfect. Weather changes all the time. But if they say that potentially there may be rain, you might have that in your idea that, okay, I'm going to carry a raincoat with me or I'm going to 
carry uh, an umbrella with me because all it knows is you get to work and then all of a sudden you realize you have to walk across the parking lot in your heels, totally exposed. So have those little things so you'll be thinking ahead of time. Also, lunches. If you're not even, if it's not just for you, if you also have a whole bunch of kids and husband or wife or whatever, other lunches that you might be making. Again, if at the, if only having one night to prep or if you feel that uh, by doing these night preps that you are now devoting your whole night before just to get ready for your day even uh, the next day isn't really saving you time. Maybe devote on a Sunday or a Sunday evening of making a week's worth of things. You can make sandwiches and put them in the freezer, peanut butter and jelly, those kind of quick things. Or in your fridge, designate areas that are kind of already set up to go for the lunches. Maybe you have a drawer that in it will have, you know, the bananas and uh, the little snack cups and uh, bottled water or whatever. So it's just sort of a grab, grab, grab. Um, something great to do that you can either transfer. And Heather, you know, I oh. wanted to jump in there because all of these ideas are so great. And when you were talking about Sundays, I just wanted to say um, one of the things that I find is that uh, so many of us, our closets are just like jammed with clothes. That we, No matter how big our closet is, it's never big enough. And so that's one of the things I like to do is on Sundays is get everything ironed. Because how often are you in a rush and you go to put something on and it's just all wrinkly and awful, you know? So I like the idea that you take Sunday evening to kind of write your plan, figure out your week, get your lunches, create, you know, all of that. And the one thing I wanted to just throw in there is having special drawers or pullouts for those special items. Like, I, you know, I've talked about before, I have just, I have two drawers that are just for my travel so if I have an unexpected trip and, you know, my agent calls me or somebody call, and I have to jump on a plane or get into my car and go somewhere quickly, it really helps me to have uh, these two small drawers that are that have everything in it that I would need. And I just grab yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, so and I, even I just have- wanted to throw that in. Oh, my God. No, that's a fantastic thing. And actually, I have two quick little hacks for if you fail to realize, uh, oh, my gosh, this blouse is really uh, wrinkly. Uh, if you don't have time to iron, two quick things you could do is they make these sprays. They're uh, wrinkle releasers. They don't work the best, but if on small wrinkles, things that aren't too bad, um, they will work. And it's something if you don't have time to iron, uh, but if you do have some kind of deep iron, something to invest in is to get a compact steamer. Um, they work faster than traditional ironing and because it's just releasing the steam. It's sort of like what they would do if you took Great your clothes. Great ideas. Great idea. Yeah, to a dry cleaner. So, but excellent idea about doing that before. And also something to kind of keep, we, people kind of always uh, make fun of me as well as you. I know about having these Mary Poppins purses. I think, uh, I don't never even had kids, but um, people tell me that I'm sort of on, I'm on my way of having one of those, like a diaper bag of things of, you know, have you just have that purse that has everything in it because you always know, you know, something's going to happen. It may not happen that day. And I always, I always feel like the times when I downsize my purse, when I say, you know, I don't need all this stuff today. I'm just going to bring a little clutch. That's the time I need an X, Y, and Z that I never need in there. Um, so something if you don't want to have 
have a big giant thing of it is just keeping almost like a travel size, small. You know, they make um, actually they make a lot of money off it. But um, if you can go to, to you know a CVS or something, and they have in those aisles the travel size, or they sell things that are individual, but you'll end up paying a lot more for something if you bought the regular size of it, and you can just put them into their own little individual uh, little Ziploc bags. So uh, something that's good to keep in there is keep a couple safety pins um, in your bag or some double-sided tape because as we're talking about wardrobe, that's usually a big thing in the morning and something happens, you get in, you you uh, rip a hole in your pantyhose oh. or in your pants or something, <laughs> you notice that there is a hole or there is something. To have a kind of quick little sew kit or if you're not good at sewing, to have that double-sided tape. Uh, exactly. Some, uh, I, you know, I've, I think I've said it on the air before. I don't, I'm not exactly sure, but one time at a, a big speaking engagement where I was, you know, I don't know, there were like 500 people in the in the auditorium, and I went to go on stage, and my high heel went into the my pant hem, ripped everything, and fortunately, I had duct tape with me. So I ran to the bathroom, took my pants off, duct taped my hems, because I just mm. knew I'd be on stage and I would fall over, you know, or something. Yeah. So that's really the safety pins, I always keep a little sewing kit too. So listen, we only have a minute left because Nola is here and I want to definitely give her lots of time. So I know you have a lot more tips, but let's just wrap it up and uh, for today and we can always bring more tips another day. Sure, sure. Well, just my biggest thing is Start your planning for the day before or the week before. Designate that time. Kind of figure out what your routines are. Remember that last night's leftovers make great breakfast as well as a great lunch. You should start each day with some protein, whether it's in the beginning or a little bit halfway. And one thing, the best thing to do in the morning is get up, stretch, and get in a little bit of exercise. If you feel that you're short on time, again, get into that wardrobe. Go to sleep in your workout clothes, preferably clean ones. Remember that stretch pants, yoga pants, make great PJ pants, and then you'll be ready to go and you have no excuses to hit the gym before you hit work. Love it. Those are all great. Well, uh, thank you, Heather, for, you know, kind of spicing up our week here. So when we come back from break, Nola Hennessy of Serenidad Consulting, a best-selling author as well as a global leader in peace, will be with us. So please stay tuned. This is going to be a fabulous segment. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to us live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Visit bethestaryouare.org during the break. And when we come back, the amazing Nola will be with us. Don't go away. You are the star you Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. 
For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, this particular segment is all about peace power because with me is one of my favorite people, Nola Hennessy from Australia. I wish she lived closer, and actually she may soon. She is the founder of Serenidad Consulting, which she founded in January of 2010, and the principles of Serenidad Consulting are all about excellence, great leadership, and positive personal power. So this is our power segment and it's our personal peace power segment. Welcome Nola to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you, Cynthia. It's so nice to be chatting with you again. I've been looking forward to this for months. I know, me too. And this is what I said, it's been way too long. I should be saying welcome back because usually we get you here more often and this year has just been such a very busy, busy year for you. So I'm so happy that you are here. I know how hard you've been working with your company uh, just in a whole global arena and offering so many different services to achieve peace and have peaceful relationships. So with that, I also just want to remind our listeners that you are the author of From PMS to PMA, No Boxing Allowed, and of course, The Peace Angel. So besides being a global peace leader, you're also a renowned author. And let's get right to what you wanted to talk about today, which is achieving positive, mutually rewarding, peaceful relationships um, in the world. So tell us what has been transpiring and, and what you really want to bring to the global table. We have worked within Serenidad for, well, over two years to achieve recognition of the Peace Ranch as a place and a, and a concept where we can deliver and spearhead a number of things that we believe the world needs. And the more people that I speak to, the more are very happy that we've achieved the trademark classes, the five classes for the Peace Ranch under our subordinate to our other trademark which is our logo and our logo the picture of the globe is everybody linking hands everybody together around the world and purple being a good universal energy color of peace 
is is what we focus on. Purple is our colour. And so, you know, we've worked really hard for well over two years to get that trademark in place. And it was at the advice of the governor's office in Texas when I met with them in 2013. And I thank um, Sonia Gaylard immensely for her advice about trademarking that particular term. Now, the Peace Ranch concept is not new to Texas. Uh, According to uh, some documents that you read, Frank and Jesse James had a place called the Peace Ranch in Texas where they took time out from their escapades. Really? I never knew that. That's fascinating. It is fascinating, and, and I had a, had some knowledge of the, the James family from, from decades ago, and when I did some research after we'd initiated the Peace Ranch concept and words, um, I thought, my goodness, there's synchronicity in this, because the, I always planned for the Peace Ranch to be located in Texas, uh, where I used to live and, and will be spending more time as time goes by. And my focus now that we have that that trademark in place is to find just the right location. And I have a vision in my head of what that that acreage needs to look like and how it will be structured to give us not only corporate facilities but also education facilities and mediation dispute resolution facilities that are very conducive to win-wins. And, and that's... I suppose when I thought about this particular interview, it was, you know, the timing of it is always near Christmas in that holiday season after Thanksgiving. And it's really important for people to not just focus on peace at Christmas time, to actually bring that focus all the way through the year. Because we can't just be pretending to be peaceful at Christmas time because that's what we're expected to do. We have to live it and breathe it and bring the heavenly aspects to earth as often as we can. Well, you know, you had uh, originally thought of doing the Peace Ranch um, in northern Texas, and now you're looking at doing it south of Austin. Um, But you haven't found a space yet. I know that you know what you want, but you haven't haven't found the, the, the land yet. That's correct, and and I've I've started looking. When I was there in June, July, I was looking again, and basically, you know, we had an issue with uh, with the way uh, our U.S. entity was structured, and we've corrected that now. We're we're definitely um, fixing the errors that were made and the wrong advice that I was given. However, I also, when I went to the U.S. Um, to initiate full-time our our activities there, tornadoes swept through the north part of Texas and they actually literally ripped through where I had targeted a particular acreage to purchase. And Well, I, that would make that, you not want to be there. Uh, you don't need a tornado. That doesn't, that's not peaceful. Well, it, it does, it's, it's sort of like why set up something in an area that is very high risk. And so I did a bit of a risk assessment and that's right. one of the things that I advocate that people do um, they risk manage situations, and and I had to kind of pull back and reevaluate. And and the hill country in Austin area, um, you know that that's a good reason. It's a very pretty area. It's undulating, and Austin is the capital. So the governor's office is in Austin, and you know there's a whole bunch of reasons why Austin makes a lot more sense. So 
I would like to talk about, you have written a really great tip sheet uh, that's called Some Simple Effective Things You Can Do to Bring Peace to Your Life and in Your Relationships with Others. And as you just said, it's not this, uh, this time of the year that we need to focus on peace. We have to live and breathe peace and be peace. In order to have peace, you have to pause and pace yourself and actually really embody peace. Would you be willing to share a few of these uh, tips with us? And I just want to let our listeners know that they can go to your website, which is serenidadconsulting.com, and that's S-E-R-E-N-I-D-A-D, consulting.com, and they will be able to um, access this. I know that, um, and I'll, I will put the actual link on our uh, Star Style website because it's a bit long, uh, but I'll put it there so people can click through to it. That would be good, and, and I'm certainly happy to share components of this because I've, I was asked to write an article, and this is simply an extension of the article that I wrote, um, and it's, it's, I felt at the time, I thought, gosh, we actually need to have this information, free information, available from our website. So when people go to our peace negotiation page, I talk about the layers of peace. And the first layer of peace is the individual to individual. And it's a bit like the, you know, if you've got harmony inside, then you'll be harmonious in your relationships with others. And if you're harmonious in your individual relationships and the family is harmonious. So it's all it's all a, the slowly, slowly catchy monkey principle that I use to, you take small bits and you put the puzzle together gradually rather than just expect everybody to change overnight. And in writing the article, there, there was a word limit, so I then said, well, okay, there's more to it than this. There's more that I want to share. And when I wrote the article, I, in my own head, I prioritized the things that I felt people needed to do. So this checklist and, and, and tips list is almost like a priority. There is a whole bunch of other things that people can do, but this is a start. And the, probably the most important thing is about patience. People learn patience by having it demonstrated to them by their parents and other influential people. They learn from bad experience that they might have been impatient one time and they manage things differently. But patience is about stepping back and taking a breath and saying, okay, what just happened wasn't the way I wanted it to happen. I don't have control over that person. I don't have you know, control over the repercussions of what I do. And, and so people need to just, what I call the P word, use the P word and, and have it in their head, be patient, be patient. Because when people are patient, they don't run the risk of damaging a relationship. Patience is something people learn. We're not all born 100% solidly patient and it's, and it's a spiritual thing that we learn. We have to slow down and it's one of the things that good parents will always teach their children, be patient you know, and come. I have, there's a quote by Rolf uh, Waldo Emerson that I love that I think speaks to what you're saying and it says, adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. And I think that that is, you know, that really suits what you're talking about, uh, too, is that when we step back and, as you said, take a breath, then I think that we have that opportunity to connect 
you know, with the earth, you know, with nature, with others, and in our relationships. And patience is absolutely critical because you can't, you know, if you think about something growing, you can't rush a carrot. No. Right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So you can't rush nature. So patience for peace is, I, I would agree with you, is probably the most important thing that we can possibly um, do to get started on the peace, on the peace trail. And, it, and it's also about the, the information. Uh, interestingly, I responded to a particular thing about uh, Pearl Harbor, and I responded in a way that was saying what the Japanese did at Pearl Harbor was really evil, like the act was evil. And what the Americans did in response was to be compassionate towards the people who suffered and to to be strong and resilient in the face of that adversity. And that somebody interpreted that as me condoning war. And that's a really interesting thing, is that you can't control the way somebody else interprets the written word or the spoken word. So the discernment discernment of information is really critical. A person will... I could say to you, I'm having a great day, and you might hear me say, I'm having a great day, but... And and the way somebody's mind in the receiving mode works, or when they're reading and interpreting and they're in, they're intellectualising what you've written, it's out of your control. So I then looked at the email, tra- the uh, postings trail, and I thought, gosh, what I said was completely misinterpreted because I don't condone war, never have, never will, and and I I think we need to find a path to resolution that's based on education and understanding and all those things. It's why we do what we do. And, and so he, that discerning information and, 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 uh, mis- and managing the messages and, and not misinterpreting the messages, actually asking questions to clarify understanding, that's really critical to having a peaceful relationship. When people assume, then it's rife with risk. We have to work on facts, and and this is why in my second book, From PMS to PMA, I talk, one of the steps to peaceful relationships is never assume, never, ever make an assumption, because an assumption is not based on fact. It's based on an idea, and you are already judging the other person by making an assumption. And, and so, yeah, the discerning of information flows into other areas, of course, because there's a lot of BS out there that people are being fed that's just rubbish, um, that we can't change, and people need to say, that's rubbish, discard it, and look at other things, you know, more intellectually. You know, that flows into when you're talking about the information and the way people hear it or interpret it, that feeds into another one of your points that I thought was very, very important. And that was active listening because Mm -hmm. it requires your focus, your attention. You know, you really do have to kind of step in somebody else's shoes, at least for a moment. And um, to me, that one is, is also, it feeds right to what you were saying about how what you posted and how it was misinterpreted, it's like somebody didn't listen to the message the way you had intended it to be. But we can't, we can't control that. So we can only control our own active listening. Exactly, exactly. And, and look, because no human being is the same, people will 
say, oh, well, we'll always have conflict, Ed. I don't, wouldn't agree with that summation. I don't think conflict needs to be the result of a misinterpretation. I think people need to, if there is a misinterpretation, they need to take a breath. Just stay still for a moment. Go back through the key things. And if that relationship is critical to them going forward, then they work out a way to resolve it. And ultimately, the best way is to communicate. And if somebody doesn't want to communicate, that's actually okay. If you stay patient, then when the time is right, the communication will start again. And and therefore, the communication needs to be managed carefully so the misinterpretations don't happen again. But people need to communicate, be patient, communicate, be patient, and risk manage along the way um, because of the active listening requires people to actually be selfless. And to be present, to really be well, present. Yeah, to, and they've got to be right there with the person. You can, act, you can listen to somebody without really being switched on, but you're not hearing everything. You're not hearing the intent. You're not hearing the emotion and all of those things. And when you're actively listening to somebody you're really right there with them and want to be part of that conversation. You you actually want to be there. You also uh, talk about owning the fact that you alone are responsible and accountable for your own responses to people and events. And that is another one to me that is really critical. I mean, they're all critical, but it jumps out at me because as an actor, we were always taught that acting is reacting. And so what it actually means is that we're always reacting to, we always have a response. In other words, we're always reacting to something, but we have that choice of what our response is going to be and how volatile or peaceful it will be. And that takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of practice, I think, to um, getting back to what you were talking about, living peace, like being peace. You really have to make that determination that in order to have peace in the world, I as a person have to be peaceful myself and from my, you know, my body, mind and soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's the, the personal ownership of responses to situations that's probably the least um, focused on people very quickly will say, oh, you know, you made me really angry. Well, no, I didn't make you angry. You chose to have an anger response to what I said. Perhaps what I said wasn't right, but you own the emotion. Right, right. And that's critical. That's critical. And you know what I always think when when I feel peace, when I think about peace, I do think it always, it does get back to almost the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you want done onto yourself. Yes. So, it, you know, and, unless you're a masochist or a sadist or something, <laughs> most people <laughs> would like to be treated with respect and dignity and courtesy, right? I mean, yes. that makes sense. Unless, you, you know, you, you have to be kind of strange not to want that. So if that's what I personally want, isn't it only makes sense that that's what we need to give out to the world? And I suppose I'm just always um, saddened and shocked 
when I look at around the world and what's happening and, you know, all the things that are going on in so many countries, how as a parent and you're a mother, that to me is our most important role as a parent is to teach our children love, respect, and peace to others. Yeah, and and to help mold them into good citizens, to yes. make people, you know, contribute as as a human being, not take. And, and look, we all know that there are people who are parents that should never have become parents, and there right. are children who've had great parents that just make choices that destroy all of the good stuff because they don't care. And we'll never have a perfect world. We will never have everybody cloned and exactly, you know, walking around as if they're in a daze and not inter- interchanging with one another and all those sorts of things. We're, you mean we're not, not going to be singing Kumbaya, Nola? <laughs> well, you know, what, what we have to work towards is a greater level of empathy and understanding and tolerance and compassion. And I get very upset and have been quite upset, you know, looking at, stories of hate crimes on the rise. Uh, but, you know, hate crimes have been around a long time and a lot, maybe a lot of it's been just covered over and now when things come to the surface, like in any uh, healing journey that people take, when you bring things to the surface, they're, they're more likely to be able to be let go of. And whilst I don't like some of the things that I'm seeing and, and the way people are behaving... I kind of think, well, if they can get it out of this system, at least that's a start for us to start afresh and out of the ashes comes, you know, a, a new yeah, beginning. It's the phoenix. It, yeah. It's the phoenix. And we have to have the conversation. Well, and that's what you were doing with your um, Serenidad Consulting in, in attempting to uh, bring more people closer together to open the conversation so that we can achieve global peace so tell me because we only have a few minutes left nola what are the next steps that you're working on and when will you do you know when you'll be in texas i have set a time frame to have the peace ranch established by 2018 which gives me 2017 to make it happen and that that's a very quick uh, turnaround that's very i mean because it's a big goal well it, well, it is, and it isn't. We've done a lot of foundational work, and, and in reality, there's a lot of networks and there are a lot of opportunities, but starting 2017 is when I will make sure we actively uh, bid for uh, support to Texas government and private sector in Texas. Um, you know, we uh, have opportunities there to be able to contribute to Texas economy, and as soon as and not necessarily driven by, um, but as soon as the Peace Ranch is operational, then we can draw um, business to the Peace Ranch, but we can also take what we do elsewhere in the country. We've learned a lot of lessons in Australia, and we have, after seven years now, we've actually cemented a lot of foundational strengths. Uh, We've got a good slab, and I suppose the, uh, like building a house, the Peace Ranch will be the building that that is going to to be our focus area, um, but it's not going to be the be all and end all. Though. You know what we do is more than just the Peace Ranch, but the Peace Ranch will facilitate things in a in a way that I um, have visioned for a long time, and 
I'm it's going to affect things. change for sure. It's going to definitely, you know, using your strategies, the, all your educational background, the great foundation that you and your colleagues have already structured, this is going to be a good starting point, you know, for to actually spread out like a tree. I kind of see what Serenidad is doing is like, you know, you've got the trunk and now the branches are, are sprouting. And we, you know, I intend to have a, a train the trainer philosophy working as quickly as I can, where I actually train educators to educate about our message, and they can be located all over the United States. They don't need to be just based in Texas. So, right, the, that's what I mean educa- by the limbs of the tree. Is that yeah. I see that you are the foundation, and then you're just going to expand, you know, so that you have this big canopy that really will be um, advocating your mission? Well, it's, it's advocating outcomes for, for others. And, and our, our mission is, is broad in a way, but it's also very, very narrow. And um, we're, we're not alone in what we do. We, we have to work with other organisations and individuals to, to achieve what we want to see achieved. And no matter what, we will still walk towards that vision. And um, I will always advocate that change is possible and that improvement can can make us turn the tide against all, all the negative things that happen. You know, you, what you've said so, um, so greatly is that it's little small steps. So if you... If you can just start with a small step of changing the way you as an individual, not you personally, but as an individual, if we'd make a small step towards peace in our lives, then those steps become bigger and bigger. So we can improve, but we have to start somewhere. And the best way to start is to start. And that's exactly what Michael Jackson used to sing about. The man in the mirror was all about that. He, he was really the one who spearheaded a lot of this and his messages will, uh, will always ring true. And I, don't, I think people now are looking for an empowerment, a way to empower themselves. I think people have been really indoctrinated with a fear about, you know, if they do too much, then they'll be admonished and, and people have hesitated. But I won't hesitate to advocate consistently for the things we believe in. And and I don't agree with pushing, like fighting for something doesn't ring true for me. It's about empowering people to see the light. Well, you just hit it because fighting and peace are polar opposites. So Nola Hennessy and Serenity Consulting are all about empowerment and helping others to move in the direction of peace and enlightenment. And as you have written, it does take courage and tenacity, but you can do it. So, Nola, I want you just to give us one last um, gem because we're out of time. And I want to give out your website, serenidadconsulting.com. You can find out everything that they're doing. You can get this tip sheet about how you can find peace for yourself and for your companies, etc. You can find out more about what they're doing about the Peace Ranch in Texas, as well as uh, see her books, The Peace Angel, From PMS to PMA, which is a change guide, uh, a a real, you know, it's a really great management for change and no boxing allowed. So give us one, you know, just kind of like finalize it up for us. At Christmas time, if somebody 
is in a room and there is somebody else there that they're not too keen on or they've had a strained relationship with, my recommendation would be that a hello is used as a starting point and a hug is given. My long belief is that hugs heal and even if you can't say the words, then giving somebody a hug tells them that you care. And that's a good way to start mending any um, relationship that's been strained in the past. I love that. Hugs heal. And how true that is. And and just remember that we can always send virtual hugs too. I mean, anytime you get a hug, you feel better. Nola, it's always so great to have you here on the show. Please don't stay away too long again. <laughs> Nola Hennessy. Her website, serenidadconsulting.com, an international advocate for peace and for prevention strategies and education for real long-term solutions. She can really help with the ongoing global conflicts. So thank you so much, uh, Nola, for being here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are again. Um, you are always welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. I've thoroughly enjoyed the chat and I really appreciate the opportunity to to get our message out there. It's, and it's I send you big, big hugs. So from oh, on the airwaves across, you know, across the globe, a hug to Nola and may you continue in your mission of peace and empowerment. So peace be with you. Oh, thank you. And same to you, Cynthia, and, and to Heather. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nola Hennessy, serenidadconsulting.com. Check it out. You've been listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are coming to you live, and we are on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, exactly where Nola belongs. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Be the star you are. The star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Have you lost a business opportunity because you didn't know if you were being persistent or a pest? Everyone struggles with the fine line. So here are a couple of steps you can take with a goal of getting a response from clients or customers. Identify if the prospect is assertive or passive. If assertive, you have permission to call more often, but don't do it more than three times in a week. If passive, plan on one to three messages a month. Use the one-two method to gain attention. Call, then email. For voicemail, leave succinct, clear messages no longer than 15 seconds with a call to action. And for emails, keep your sentences short and the message brief. People are so busy and people are reading their messages on their mobile device, so don't keep it too long. And with these simple strategies, you're going to be able to get through to people who will want you in their universe Remember, you are the star of your own performance, so turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. To book a coaching or consultation session, you can call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-STAR. Or visit CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you are. The star you are. 
annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business well, wasn't Nola Hennessy fabulous? She's always so great when she is on the show with us and bringing her mission of uh, peace to the world. You know, I, it's really what we need. And when she said the first thing we need is patience, let's all really try for that. That's one of the hardest virtues is to have patience. But if we do and we can laugh at things and we can walk in somebody else's shoes, it is that first step, you know, towards achieving uh, peace in our lives. And then hopefully, little by little, we can have global peace. Well, I wanted to talk about making an impact and how to champion a cause because to me, it's just so important to be passionate. You know how passionate I am about the charity Be the Star You Are. And, you know, we're going, let's see, we're going on, eight, we're on our 18th year now. This, we just started 18 years. And it's, it's very important that you feel connected to something. Um, essentially, is what can you be passionate about? What would you want to take a stand at? You know, if there was something that you um, you really believed in, how do you how do you make a difference? So I'm going to give you a few tips. So here are some tips, some steps, some tools or resources you can use as a guide next time you are moved to take a stand for what you believe in. First of all, you want to make a plan. Decide what you want to do and how you want to do it. You can create a mission statement that you can use to describe your intentions to others. And a mission statement needs to be short, by the way, you know, so that it's easy to communicate and it's to the point. And then make sure to ask yourself questions like these. Um, and then you then after you ask these questions, formulate your answers. Now, here are the questions, for example. What result do I want to achieve? And how do I want to achieve it? What people, places, and resources will it require to achieve this? Are there any associated costs? And if so, what are they? And you might want to make a spreadsheet because you want to make sure that you're going to be able to cover them. How do you plan to cover those costs? 
And what is the specific deadline or a timeline for action? Like when we were talking with Nola here and I asked her about the Peace Ranch, she has a very clear timeline. She knows that she would like to have it um, by 2018 and that that means getting everything together 2017 and for the last couple of years they've been laying the foundation. So that uh, timeline is really important. Then know the issues. I mean, too many people jump to speak out without knowing what the issues really are. And that's probably, probably uh, some of our problems in not achieving world peace is that we jump too fast. So don't be one of them. How do you learn how to locate, evaluate, and use information effectively? You know, everybody does this differently. So when you research a topic, for example, check the keywords related to the topic first for the most current information. And then, you know, look for reputable sources. There's been, you know, in this uh, uh, election that we just had here in the United States, there was so much misinformation and so much made-up stuff and so many things that I think were hurtful and, and really, really challenging. So make sure that your sources are reputable. You know, you look for scientific and academic studies or content from publications that you know have very solid journalistic ethics. Read news articles and comments on social media, watch videos, interviews, lectures. Look for experts that you can talk to who are really engaged in that topic on a daily basis, a topic that you're interested in. You know, because one source leads to another, and the more you uncover, the more research is required to validate information. And then don't forget something that is very critical, and that is stick to the facts. Uh, make sure that you're, um, that everything you're doing is based on research and that you play to your strengths and you team up with people who are strong and ethical people. And then connect with others who share your views. There are many organizations, um, social, political, environmental, go to events, volunteer, take action, but, you know, just get involved. And it's very important that you stick to what you believe in because you can make change. You have to be the change, but be your own advocate and make a positive impact. Well, that's our show for today. We really hope that you have enjoyed it and that you've walked away with a lot of more information. And we really are happy that you are with us. For information about Star Style Productions, visit CynthiaBryan.com to book a consultation, 925-377-STAR. To make a donation or contribution, they're all tax deductible at the end of the year and people need those tax deductions, go to BeTheStarYouR.org. You can Make it right there on the website through a PayPal giving fund and 100% goes to the charity, which is really cool. So there's not any percentage. Uh, my aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. So we really want you to cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate today because you don't know what's coming tomorrow. And until next week, when we play again here on our Power Playground, remember that love always wins. Kindness always prevails and smiles will keep us happy. I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Go out into the world and be peace. Peace be with you and have a really great holiday. 
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.